<laughs> Speaking of, you know, it's funny when you get talking about evil, I, you just can't help it. Uh, it's odd how things remind me. Uh, this is WOR-AM and FM, New York. Speaking of sneakiness, you got the thing warmed up in there? All righty. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, but could you send your smoke signals a little further away? The smoke is beginning to bother me. Sorry, but we got them, spread them news fast about Buick dealers trading powwow. <laughs> What's that all about? Right now, Buick dealers offering best trades in many moons on beautiful new Buick. So you get them Buick you want them, that price you want them. Isn't a Buick out of my reach? Research shows eight out of ten new car buyers pay price of Buick, yet many end up with car with only low price names. Buick has six different price ranges, so no need to end up with low price names. You find them out low Buick prices at Buick dealers during heap big trading powwow. Well, I guess I'd better go to this Buick trading powwow myself. Uh, by the way, you want them up up? Oh. Thanks, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're company there. Uh, there is a radio station, in fact, I know of at least four of them that use fundamentally the same station break. Wish I had an echo chamber here now. Uh, let's let's say if W O R were the yeah, well, oh yeah, it's, it's a echo chambers are very necessary. Many radio stations. All right, here we go. Uh, this, this, uh, all right, give me the echo chamber. As soon as I give you the... the here, we'll, we'll pretend like the music has just finished. Eddie, music, come on, bring it on there real fast. It's a Back into my office, unless you're in a hurry. You want to go home? No, no. 
Well, I get back in the guy's office. I figured, you know, this is it. Yeah, I've done something terrible or something. I've never even met this guy. And he said, I've been, uh, I've been listening to you uh, on the uh, Saturday morning program. And uh, I-, I wonder, would you like to have a regular job here at the radio station doing radio programs? Would you like to do a radio program and do a regular job? Have a show here. Can you imagine the one? What are you going to do? You know, so so I I I, I, I well I I, I, I well, well, well uh, yeah I mean uh, wow you know woo and I'm about sixteen woo whoopee well uh, yeah he says well well and the man the man says well we're we're looking for a summer replacement man to come in and to do several programs and to do regular staff work. However, we want you specifically to do a teenage program. We'll work on that. He said, however, we'd like you to try to, to start out with the staff work right away. And this is Saturday, you see. He says, could you come in tonight at 5 o'clock? I said, what? I said, what? I said, what? I said, what? I I don't know. I, I uh, yes. I, uh, well, of course. I'll stay right here. It's about 11 in the morning. I said, I won't go. He says, well, uh, no. He says, that's not necessary. You come back and, and come in at 5, and Tex will show you around. Tex? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you who Tex was. Tex was a famous local radio performer who was legendary, whom I had only heard, you know. I never saw, I just heard these people on the air. Tex was an ex-Hillbilly singer who was doing all kinds of radio shows on this station. And apparently was also the head of the announcing department. I didn't know anything about that. Well, I just, you know, Tex was going to show me around. That would be like, uh, you know, they call you off the street and they say, uh, Larry Olivier will show you around uh, the theater. We'd like you to start next week. We'd like you to do, uh, well, we'll start you out with, uh, oh, how about Antonio in Merchant of Venice? We'll start you out on that one. Uh, he's playing, so, uh, well, he'll show you, Larry will show you around. Well, you know, I said, so Tex, well, I, I go out on the street, you know, and the high school kids are all waiting for the bus, and I get out there, and, and they're all standing around. I said, what, what do you, what, what, what happened, Chef? You know, what happened? I said, I got a job. He offered me a job. I'm going to do a show. And they, of course, nobody believed it. They're like, oh, come on, knock it off. This is insane. You know, this was a, also, when the, I must point out, the days on radio was a fantastic deal, see? So I was going to have a show. Well, I got on the bus, and when I got home, my mother had this funny look on her face, and she said there was a telephone call from the radio station. I said, no, radio... I figured they chickened out, you know, right away, they chickened out. She says, yes, there's a phone call from the radio station. They want you to come in at 4.30 instead of 5. What's all this about? I said, I got a job, Ma. Well, of course, the house uh, at home, they just thought that was nutty. They, They couldn't believe it at all. They could not believe it that I was going to be on the radio and it was going to be me, you know, doing radio. I was, you know, it's not, it's, well, that day, I got back, on, immediately got back on the street, kind of went downtown and waited next door. <laughs> so, so finally, 4.30, and I go tearing into this place and I go up the stairs and it's Saturday. I didn't know anything about radio stations on Saturday. Well, I do now, of course. But radio stations on Saturday are like uh, Yankee Stadium in mid-December uh, at 3 in the morning. There ain't nothing shaking. Well, that's the way this radio station was. And nothing was going on. They had, you know, they had a few network shows that are being taken by that. And I didn't know what to do. You know, I, I sort of stand around there in the lobby waiting around. 
And, and a guy comes up to him and says, what are you doing? What are you, what are you waiting for, kid? I'm, 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 I'm supposed to be Mr. Tex here, Mr. Tex. He's asked me. I said, my name is Shepard. He said, oh, yeah, come on, kid. Well, we start going into the back, really into the back of the races. We take a long way back. The next thing I know, we're in master control, and there's an engineer sitting there eating the the eternal sandwich that that engineers are eating and reading the eternal Allied catalog. Little did I realize that I was seeing something that would dog me the rest of my life. The glazed eye of the radio engineer who has not listened to a radio program since the fall of Hawk 3. And he's sitting there, you know, the knob. And, and just, all right, Kip. All right, Kip. And Tex says, all right, he says, look, uh, uh, we got a, we got a newscast at 5, and there's a sportscast at 5.15. Uh, I want you to take those, kids. You, you handle those, kids. I said, what? He said, yeah, yeah, well, he said, I'll show you how to have a... Hey, here's the newsroom back here. You tear your news off here. Uh, you tear your news off here, and Earl will tell you what to do. Earl was the engineer, and he's sitting in there, his old eyeballs hanging out half asleep. I says, Earl, Earl, Earl. You know, and these were men. These were grown-up men, you know? I mean, men. Well, Tex, it's now quarter to five. We're walking around there. You see, they got a network show. And I, I look at Tex, and he's wearing a, a hat, a, a, you know, the, the, the kind of hat that all the gangsters wear in the old, late movies. He's wearing this hat, and he has four sheets to the wind. Tex is tanked. Well, I, I, I don't want to say, well, well, Mr. Tex, you're drunk, and uh, please help me here. And Tex says, well, I'm going downtown. I think I'll go pick up a drink, and uh, I, I may or may not be back. Uh, you know what to do, kid. You just take over. Out he goes! I am in charge! There isn't another living soul in this radio station, and it's in Chicago. They're, you know, listeners like, and I'm... So I, I, I go into the newsroom, and, and there it is. You know, there's about five machines. I had never seen a news machine in my life. And he just said, you know, I tear off your news. And I, and I look, and there's all little X's and numbers and stuff. Once in a while, there's a thing that says repeat. A couple of little news notes, and I had something about happening in California about the taxes. And I'm standing back there, and I don't know what to do. And I go into Earl. I said, Earl, what do I do? He said, tear off the nose. I don't care. What I, I don't give a damn what you do. And he sits there with his feet up on the control. He doesn't care. He's got another union. He doesn't care for nothing. So and I go in, and I tear off all this stuff. You know, it's now one minute to five. And I go in, and I says, where do I go? He says, sit down in there. He says, sit down in there. And all of a sudden, I hear a mutual dimensional broadcasting system. He, he points at me. He says, make the break. I said, what? I, I, he throws the switches. Tell him what the station is. I said, well, 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 well I couldn't remember what station. Uh, over above the microphone, there's a number. I said, this is uh, 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 WCNOR-Umba. And now the news. And I started to read the news. The newscast went on for over, hey, Eddie, the newscast went on for over four weeks. I'm in there sweating and screaming. The telephones are ringing. Everybody's saying, who is this idiot on here? What's going on? And then I had to follow with a 15-minute newscast. I followed it with a two-hour record show. I followed that with another 15-minute newscast. I followed that with the Washington commentary. And here I am today. This is WORAM and FM, your RKO General Station in